Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your hosts Greg, Mike, and Shaft. Yeah, yeah, we're here. And what are we going to do today? Uh, I think we're going through a ton of email and uh, trying to catch up and then maybe do a show idea or two here and there. We'll, uh, we'll just kind of go with the flow. So okay. Like, like we always do. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you know, try to you know stay on topic, not monologue too much, all that kind of stuff. Not monologue too much, yeah, right. So okay, so Lost did end. Did, were you happy with the ending? Um, we won't take too much time on me, Lost, but uh, we're we're lost without Lost this me week. Me personally, no, I'm not that lost. I I was a little bit. I was hoping for a little bit more um, info, like what's this, what's that? Yeah, yeah. I you know I've read some stuff from various you know entertainment. Mm, reporters takes yeah. on it and then they seem to think that most people fall into two camps those that are very happy with the way it ended and those that wish for a little bit more explanation of some of those things that went with us for six years right yeah there's a, there's a guy i follow on facebook who was luckily I, I i went internet dark about the time it started to play on the east coast but if i would have been live the guy's like he's like 83 minutes in he loves it there's the the whole sideways thing you know clicked when saeed and uh, Hurley were in the um, the van next to the the alleyway. It just snapped. But then he got to like the last twenty minutes and he imploded, saying, "This is the worst thing." Blah blah, you know, going on and on. But I had read somewhere, and I thought I had heard from some people in the know that all everything would be answered. Now, Joel said they said on their podcast that um, not everything would be answered. I didn't get to listen to this season's podcast partly for one every time i checked it 90 percent more video and usually the videos the sidekick dude or they've got little interviews nothing from damon and carlton so i i was uh more i think about it the more i like it but the i gotta say the first run i was kind of like uh, uh yeah uh, i wanted a couple more answers you know i i gotta well, agree it's it's one of those endings that you have to it's you kind of have to digest it a little bit i do i agree i liked a lot of the way they were uh piecing the uh, sideways things they were knitting it all together and everything but yeah the last 15 20 minutes though i felt like i woke up in the shower yeah <laughs> well okay i don't think you know, it was quite that you, bad, you, but you got the fact that the sideways business was purgatory right well, what you, what some people might call purgatory. Yes, okay, but you know, Christian explained that this is a place that they had all constructed for them all to get together at some point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you could call it purgatory. You could just call it uh, the plane they're living on until the last or, one dies. I mean, there's a lot of ways you well, could. Okay, well, that's, I got the impression that did Jack died before all of, a lot of them did. Yes, he did. All right, so it wasn't in the. It wasn't until they all died. It was until they all. It could have been thousands of years later because uh, Harley uh, lives forever, right? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say Jacob lived for a couple thousand years. We don't know how long the mother lived, uh, so you know him and Ben could have went on for quite a long time. Now, this coming Saturday, they're gonna air it again, but with the pop-ups. Oh, so that'll be interesting. Some of the things may be uh, cleared up, and then there's uh, there's an epilogue that's gonna be on the DVD release. That's going to explain even more. Yeah, because there, there because uh, my wife was bringing up uh, this afternoon. She finally watched that watched the show. She goes, "What happened? They don't, never explain anything about Lapidus. They never explain anything about Miles. No, they the, they never explain anything about they, Richard. Yeah, the yeah, they did. They, they they sort of did. They they weren't part of this core group. So when they they flew off and they had a normal life. That's that's all there is to it." 
but you're right. They didn't mention why uh, the Oriental dude, why he could see death. But I think that, to me, that was kind of an X-Files thing. You just had to live with the fact that he... Because you're this, hear dead people, yeah. ...have this ability, just like Hurley saw dead people. He just kind of had... The, the people who have, like, see their inner mind or are more in, in tune with... Uh, the spirit world. If you you hear that a lot in those ghost thing, those ghost walks. You know, some people just entombed. But see, uh. I would accept that to a certain point because we had no alternate reality with Lapidus. We had no alternate reality with uh, Richard, but we did have an alternate reality with Miles, with Miles. And, and with with Charlotte and, and Daniel and, and, and all those and, all those guys well, that showed that, up on the freighter. Yeah. I, they I were they Charlotte, were sideways, but they were Char- never. And- Charlotte and Daniel were explained only in the thing of during the concert when uh, Daniel's mother comes up and she's getting angry with uh, Desmond. Uh, Desmond, thank you, with Desmond, and he just looks at her and just holds her hand and reassures and says, "I'm not taking him." Well, yeah, because it makes it, it sound like Desmond's almost like the angel of death here. Oh, you know what? He might be a harbinger, which is a different thing—the harbinger of death. Uh, but he. Um, but see, if yeah, okay, but if you go back to it, they're already are, they're already all dead there. <laughs> That's all the no, place. We, well, I realize that, but you—if it was just the people, let's say the core group that or were on the plane—if it was just them, it'd be kind of an empty world, you know. So you kind of construct your world around you. And those people had you know interacted with all those people. It's kind of how, kind of how I saw it. Or maybe like I said, they were dead too on their own little plane, but they weren't this unique group that had all crashed together. I think that was part of it too. These people had you know all went down together. It was very traumatic, and you know you hear that a lot that um, people who die traumatically, those are the, sometimes the ones who don't know how to go to the other side. I kind of, I kind of wondered if that was part of it too. But you know, I still had questions like, uh, I'm going to say that Jacob always kind of astral planed off the island. He never really left. He was just he because he was a special. He projected himself. But we know Linus left uh, on the submarine. We're taking it. The one time he moved the wheel and he was transported. Uh, in yeah, general, that, that would have been nice you know, if that was explained. <laughs> a, a little bit, or even when I, I, I want to know what the man in black's name was when he met up with all those people. You know, it was almost like um, Adam and Eve have two kids. One kills the other one, and he gets he gets thrown off, and he gets to the land of Nod, and he meets people. Okay, here's the man in black. Uh, he he's dead, but or he wasn't dead yet. But you know, he went off and found these people, and they created this wheel. Okay, but what's the wheel turning actually? You know, exactly, it's kind, of, it's kind of going in the wall. But you know, there's some of this that you just got to let your imagination go and not worry about. Well, the it's, it's obvious that the 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 wheel got got installed sometime later. Well, no, I yeah. know, but what was it actually turning after? Yeah. Especially now that we've seen the inside of the of that place. But you know, overall, I think it's it's on a philosophical level that some people want true answers, and they left it open to be. Uh, kind of a metaphysical thing where there's a lot of different answers. My, you, know, you notice that, that that stained glass window, didn't you? Yeah. I saw a stained glass window. I did not examine it oh, closely. Well, Why? Was I supposed to? Well, yeah. There's there's a symbol for probably every belief. There, you know, There's Christianity. There was oh. uh, Islam. There was yin-yang. I mean, the, the, all kind of the different symbols there's, of all these different religions was in the stained glass. You saw menorahs sitting around. You saw crosses sitting around. Huh. It was kind of showing that, you know, maybe it's all the same thing, you know. Uh, so, but I, I don't know. I, 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 
I, I was expecting something a little different. Yeah. But I, I but I liked it. And then last night, twenty four ended. You know, last uh. year, Battlestar ended. Uh, I think episodic TV is dead. <laughs> oh come on! No, I mean, well, we don't know what's coming out yet, but true, really, ones that have really sucked people into a a much different level than you know, a Desperate Housewives or a, or NYPD Blue. Or, I mean, these were ones that created almost like a Star Trek type following. I mean, a, a cult like following around some of okay. these shows. Can can you really Battlestar did not air on a traditional network, so I don't know if that can be included. Uh, well, 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 believe well, me, they, they keep like, track of all of those. Uh, that's like Peter uh, Griffin's argument with sci-fi, with uh, Adult Swim. You, you don't you don't think that uh, the Griffin. networks are keeping an eye on? Sure, they what, they yeah. keep. They, I'm sure they figure they lose lose you know some share, but come on. The science fiction channel is seriously a niche targeted. Well, it's not even a science fiction channel anymore. Have you seen some of the stuff they're going to start showing? Oh That's my why gosh. I think they changed the name to. Seafy. Seafy. Spence wants to know if sitcoms are considered episodic. Sometimes, somehow, I no, don't think you. Uh, no, I, don't, I, I wouldn't. I don't think See, I still figure I can get a good yeah, laugh. I half would. An hour. No, it's not episodic. It's because they. See, here's the difference. I think. Um, you, I'm going to say 99.9 percent. You'll never see Lost in syndication, and I'm going to say it's say already the same. in syndication. No, it's not. It's a partial syndication. No, it's not. And you're not going to see 24. Prob- I'm going to take a wild leap on 24 because they have to be shown in order. Yes. Syndication relies on the ability to just kind of show well, whatever they want whenever they want. Now, wait. True, true. But there, I, I remember uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation came out on syndication on Channel in Syracuse when I was there. And they showed them an order, starting with Encounter at Farpoint and yeah, going not, through. Th- th- there has been uh, I, some I, rare instances yes, of that. I made, it's general, it's I made it the exception rather than the norm, but you're right. Yes, Lost has to go in order. Well, at least seasonal order. You can yeah, some I mean, of the it, like so the episodes this this like that across the sea episode that that could stand by itself. That yeah, had, those that, are rare, but you they could do they could probably do arcs. You know, like. And like you buy those box sets for Star Trek that are like the captain's arcs or the 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 Borg arcs, you know. And they, you just take those episodes out, but yeah. there is so much going on in this show. Um, I don't know. Hey, by the way, did you see the YouTube video that someone posted? Uh, I, I'm I'm gonna throw the f bomb. I think it went something like, "Why is there no fucking on Lost?" Or <laughs> and it's these two girls. I guess they're both actresses. They've been on you know small stuff, but they're enough known, and they go by. Garfunkel and Oates, I think, or Oaks, or uh, they've got a whole bunch of videos. Uh, uh, one even with um, uh, Far- I'm going to say Fargo. Um, redhead dude was also in uh, Macy. William H. Yeah, Macy. Yeah, yeah. And he gets a little, uh, uh, not a mandolin, but a little uh, uh, tiny guitar thing. I can't. I'm drawing a blank. Ukulele. Like a ukulele, and he's singing <laughs> along with the other girl in there. Oh, it's for some new movie or something. All right, but. so so what's the 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 gist of your video of the 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 fuck video? Yeah. Well, they're saying you got all these beautiful people, right? You got all this time, you know. Why couldn't there be some getting some stuff on? Uh, it was it was just kind of funny. You'd have to watch it for yourself. Okay. Uh, I if somebody posted. I wouldn't have saw it because I don't really spend any time on YouTube to 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 speak of. But sometimes I'll follow. Uh, videos when people look at them, then I'll look at a few others. Like, you see the matador that got stabbed right through the bottom of his mouth 
up through the top of his mouth by a bull in uh, Spain? No. Oh, it was it was it was a train wreck you couldn't look away from. Thank <laughs> God! Was... Thank God! YouTube is blocked at work. <laughs> oh I, Huffington Post posted it, and somebody somebody put it somewhere. Why on, are you reading that rag bag edition? I'm not. Someone used that post on Facebook. I followed oh, okay. it. Oh, it was posted in Huffington. Huffington yes, but, Post. <laughs> so that that's my thought. You know, I, I'm pretty sure you're you're never going to see lost in syndication. You're going to find uh, it on YouTube. I would agree. You're going to find it on Netflix. You're going to find it. Hulu uh, or, yeah, yeah. DVD, whatever. Well, they've already sold. I mean, you can get up yeah. to season five, I think, on DVD already. So, Yeah, well, we have, yeah, we have season five already. So, yes. I So, anyways, I don't think 24, because, again, it's something that's got to be shown in order. Out of order doesn't make any sense. Uh, now, I, and I don't call something like... Um, uh, Big Bang, though there are some things you you kind of need to be in order. But like I watch King and Queens in uh, in, uh, in the, af- case in the afternoon. It don't yeah, matter at, at my grandmother's house. It doesn't matter. Oh. Yes, every now and then there's an arc, and they might show two or three in a row. But so you know, your, so in essence, your your definition of what you call episodic TV is an extremely huge, large miniseries. No, I, I, I call it something that really has to be seen in order, and out of order uh, doesn't really make sense. Episodic meaning it's it's got to go from episode to episode to episode to keep you going. Uh, if it's an episode that stands alone, uh, even I, I, you know, Desperate Housewives, I think it's in syndication and can be watched alone because even though there's some you know continued storylines, really each episode can kind of stand alone. It, and, it's not, and, and a lot of storylines get abandoned too as things well, go on. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but anyways, I so mean, th- think about Lost, Richard. Right? Think, you know, the, when they open the hatch, right? Yeah. Every episode before they open the hatch would have to be seen before you actually see them inside <laughs> that thing. Otherwise, when they actually open, it wouldn't make sense, right? Yeah, I, I, I know, where, I know where you're coming from on this, and and you know, it's, it, you can go with the same thing as Greg mentioned with uh, Battlestar Galactica, because you really need to follow the journey in the correct order. But I don't know. I, I have, I have my own thoughts on it. It really doesn't matter at this point. So <laughs> yeah. Cause it's over, right? That's assuming he reads his emails. Well, that's right true. now I'm having one heck of a time trying to <sighs> stay on the hurt. web here. Oh. All right. So let's move on. Uh, we'll go to our first email from, uh, once again, Lord Vader. I just wanted to respond to the erroneous information that was provided by Shaft. While I admit that I'm not totally knowledgeable of everything biological, I can state that your original statement was incorrect. The feathers of a duck are used for flight, and any item caused drag would be shed. Legs and other items would provide for an environment for transportation of eggs, as would the digestive system. If you look at evolution, <laughs> a lot of plants and animals spread their seeds via the ingestion and defecation method. You know, leave it to our <laughs> podcast to get down to poo. Uh, defecation. I, so nice. I do seem to recall Thank this Thank you for keeping I, it clinical. <laughs> uh, I also would state that you need to qualify the person of information as a, quoting, art director, is not a field biologist. This would equivoc- uh, equivocate my, to, myself. to myself 
asking a cook's chef what is going on in security. While they may have heard the direct response, uh, their prior or lack thereof knowledge comes into place. I'm sorry to go into a rant about this, but from a person that makes such a big deal when a non-security member states something about security, I would hope that you would respect some intelligent information. Thanks for the great stories and lively discussions, even the ones you have cranial rectal inversion. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where I the art that was director a came in from, but uh, well, I, whoever you, who, wherever you got the information, I, I, I don't know. I think once you said who it was, I think he's just saying, you know, it that, was, that's not, it, that's yeah, not a guy yeah. who would have the right kind of knowledge to really know. Though okay. he could watch Animal Planet, for, you know. <laughs> Spence watched your Matador video. It was. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was, response. <laughs> his response was <laughs> OMG. I, I, thought, I thought I mentioned Animal Control, but maybe I said art director by mistake. Art I, director. I've, I've gone. You know, I, I have confused an art director with an animal control officer before, so you never you know. But and, yeah, and a lot of those animal control officers are you know nine dollar an hour guys that can crush a rat's head and pick them up and throw them away. That's right. So. All it takes is all it takes is no fear of getting bit by any by, <laughs> right. by any certain creature. All right, so. here's one from uh, Sean in Arizona. Um, it's a little off of. I thought, uh, just, I, Disney, I thought you, that the, the one you were mentioning that earlier was the fire department one. No, that's that's coming. Don't don't worry about uh, it. Uh, I've listened to your political. Okay, this it says to me, but uh, it's 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 somewhat topical. I've listened to your political gestures for a while, so I apologize if I've already ranted and raved on this subject. But since you are in California, and California is supposed to be boycotting us in Arizona because of the new immigration law, I wanted Let's to get your take. Hold I'm on, sorry. let me finish. I wanted to get your take on how people in your circles are reading. We all hear that is the entire state hates us, but we have to believe there are a lot of people in California who are with us in this. Am I wrong? By the way, I, of course, am still a big fan of uh, IMW and MiceCast. Last week, I decided to venture out and listen to some of the other DPN podcasts to see what else was out there. Boy, was I disappointed. Nobody is entertaining as you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, gosh. Uh, thank really? you, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> okay, first of all, you're low, really the, sad the, for the this bar guy. is low. That's so entertaining. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we, we don't have to get into the details of the supposed law. Um, Wait, I'm supposed? Finding, oh, right. Well, no, no, no. I mean, it's not enacted yet, but uh, or the wrong. I meant to say the wrong interpretations of the law. Uh, I find so far that it's only political hacks and activists and uh, people trying to make hay who have anything against it. The people, I'm air quoting, the people that I talk to, short of one person I have lunch with a lot, and he knows who he is, and we're going to have lunch soon, so I'm sure this will come up again. Um, pretty much everybody I know is for the law, and in fact, California has a penal code that's almost as wordly as strong as the Arizona law. We just, for some whatever reason, don't enforce it. Um, I, I'll throw into it as well is that most of the stories that are coming out against it are from three cities, the city of Los Angeles, the city of San Francisco, and the city of Sacramento, where your biggest political hacks are in all three cities. Uh, if you go to some of the other cities, like uh, Costa Mesa just last <laughs> week, uh, reenacted itself as they are, they refer to themselves that they are a city of law. Rule of and law. They, a rule, rule of, of law, law city. Rule of, thank you. Rule we are not sanctuary, city. meaning we won't ignore... Laws and statutes and, to and, give you protection. And Anaheim has uh, similarly uh, 
passed similar statements as well. That there was a very big controversy a couple of years ago when Anaheim. So when, when did when did that happen? I haven't heard anything in the news about Anaheim. It, well, as I was saying before, you said that um, there was a big controversy a couple of years ago when Anaheim enacted that they have uh, full time access with uh, customs and immigration in the jail. So if somebody comes into the jail, it is an automatic check on the uh, current uh, status. Hmm. Uh, I'm surprised that hasn't got a little uh, publicity. I would think people would like that. Because it's old news and it had its publicity about two or three years ago. Well, someone should should tell people again so they uh, get right back on that and give some kudos to Anaheim if that's really what's going on over there. So that pretty much, like he's saying. We're a small little town. There, there's um, there's also a group of activists that are brown and they are purposely going to go <laughs> yes, uh, on the twenty on the try, date. <laughs> you know, yeah, trying to taunt them to be um, exported, uh, deported. Sorry. Uh, you know. Okay. I th- there was this goes into when you you and I were both uh, uh, officers within the, our respective union that we were members of at the time, and I went to a. Uh, Union seminar that was being held in Anaheim at one of the hotels. I think it was wasn't the Hilton. It was the one the Marriott across the street from it. And one of the things that the uh, Orange County Sheriff's Department was having a big problem with at the time was they were at that particular time there was a strike on uh, builders in the housing market. And what they got into the habit of doing was they would go in and literally cause problems, sabotage things, get into fights, because the way the law was, if they were arrested and they weren't citizens, they were just deported. If they were if they lived here in the United States, they were legal residents or citizens, they would go to jail and actually face trial. So what all these people did was they purposely left all their IDs at home and they would just get deported. They'd have somebody waiting for them down there and give them their ID stuff back, and they'd come right back across the border and be there the next day uh, to do the same thing all over again. They were actually using the deportation laws in favor so that they would never get arrested and go to jail and have to face a court trial. Or remember, That's when Cheech and Chong when Cheech and Chong needed a ride home, they just called immigration. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, Cheech anyway, because Chong was he wasn't the. But, but no, he was I, carrying I just, around his pregnant girlfriend's pee for his drug test. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I, just, I just bring that up because that whole comment, the, the, this group of California people uh, going over there without uh, ID and everything to try to prove a point or something like that just uh, reminds so, me of that there, whole criminal – I will say it flat out. The entire criminal activity that took place during that strike – Numerous. This we're well, talking about like fifteen years. Ago. They're also going to break the law by being out there. With, you're 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 required to carry ID. So they're purposely, you know. They're. I guess some people could call that just you know social ing- um, uh, Was that uh, when you push social, social engineering? No, that's no, not, no, no, that's not the term. Pick, wait, yeah. When you go out to purposely push a button to raise awareness for you know injustice and no. all that activism. Uh, no, yeah, it's not the word I'm no, looking for, no. but who cares? Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, hello, MiceCast gang. I love the show, and I've all, uh, always listened to every show as soon as it comes out. Bed po- best podcast I've listened to because it's just a bunch of guys that bullshit for a couple hours like real people do. Well, couldn't you just get that somewhere else, like with your real people and not with us? But, hey, you know, we'll take your listens. Uh, now 
the reason I'm writing this email because I want to clear up a few things about firefighting that may not be known to you since I am a firefighter. Currently, I work for a volunteer department near Modesto, California. Now, about evacuations. Most people will enter the way they came in, and the emergency exit is always a second thought. That is why sometimes people get trapped in their own rooms in a fire. In a panic, they forget they have windows. That's pathetic, but yeah. true. Yes, it's true. attached it's is a, I know I. That's well. Well, okay. Yeah. I don't forget I have windows, but I'd have to throw something through them and hope they break. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, you can buy a dead a deadbolt for your front door that's got a key on both sides, but yeah. that is that's against the code. The code requires it to just be a turn on the inside. Why? Because like my mother had one of these, and she left the key in there all the time. But people ends up they end up locking themselves in a house, uh, and they can't get out because they don't either know where their keys is because they don't leave the key in there, or the keys in there but they panic. You know. So, anyways, people break that code all the time. But, anyways, uh, okay. There's an organizational chart from Modesto Fire Department showing the chain of command from firefighter to chief and everything in between. This is different from ICS chart that CDF made for big op- big operations like fireworks. Also, I have talked to the current fire marshal for Disneyland at a Fantasmic show before he was promoted, and he said a requirement to be there was to work five years as a firefighter, one, a hazmat and EMT certificate, now a fire officer in the state of California is different from a firefighter. There are extra courses to take, about 10 courses in all, like Fire Command 1A, 1B, 1C, Instructor 1A, oh my 1B, gosh. and okay, ICS what's the, what? 800 and others. The, I'm only halfway through them, and as I wait to hear back from the department, I applied. So not all firefighters are fire officers, but the captain... Uh, see, but the captain and up are fire officers. Also, firefighters do a lot more with the truck than sit in the station or run to the store. Uh, like to go to every medical call in the service area while you go to sleep comfortably in bed or right when I hope um, or hop in the shower. Hoping is when he hopes in the shower. <laughs> that uh, nice. I don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> so- medical calls make up to 80% of the fire department calls in a residential area that is about 12 calls a day. In a busy area, about 22 calls a day, facts from MFD estimates 2009. Also, firefighters can be inspectors, but only for a built structure that is not normally in danger of flame. The fire marshal does watch the shows, or an inspector does. There are probably There is probably a RIC, Rapid Intervention Crew, standing by in full gear, ready to pull out or put out the flame or pull people out of buildings. Just the rant... To get it out, love the show, keep up the good work, and swearing, Joey. Okay, so let me let me clarify what I did say. Okay, he, I, I think I did say 10 years, and that is correct. He is correct. It's five years municipal service. But where I'm defining the point between a fire officer, and he's, he's going between regular firefighters and officers like lieutenants, captains, deputy chiefs, and so on. So he's defining the difference like in the military between commissioned and non-commissioned. Where I'm saying it is, is that my two and a half months running up and down the trails over there in Orange uh, doesn't count me as a firefighter because firefighters are sworn officers in the state of California. They swear an oath of office uh, to the state of California. Just because you run around uh, on the, uh, you know, Kicking, you know, digging dirt up and everything doesn't necessarily make you a sworn fire officer, uh, and that's where I'm. That's where I was getting at is that uh, the 
the firefighters that we have at Disneyland are such people. They're, they're sworn by the state of California, they're, they uh, oath of office as fire officers within the Cal, within, uh, and that's why I'm saying officers, like a police officer also makes an oath of office as well uh, to the state of California. So they're, they're full, fully firefighters. I mean, a lot of them are coming from uh, city of Garden Grove, uh, Los Angeles County, Los Angeles City. Uh, we got several... <laughs> We got several uh, <laughs> why are you why are you laughing? Mike? <laughs> you know why I'm laughing. Aren't you watching the chat the chat traffic? I can't oh, see the chat traffic. No, right Richard now, Greg, Greg can see the chat traffic. I uh, yeah, I, you know what? No, I kind of I was zoning out looking at my pictures there for a minute. Uh, so snort. You're like John <laughs> all the time. But I say that because so, I, I, I have. Okay, I will. I, will I say what I say because just because I do have a lot of respect for him. Just a minute, Shaft. You were talking out your ass. Lots of laughs. Uh, <laughs> laugh out loud. Laugh out loud. Lots sorry. of laughs. <laughs> well, it's, it's about the same with uh, what's going on. Now, wait. I'm. You said something that I didn't quite follow. You said the time when I was running up and down the hills. What were you running up and down the hills for? Oh, I, mean, I did. So, I. I volunteered on one of those type of things where when you were in the air force and I was still in college to, you know, help cut, cut down brush as a volunteer, oh. cutting down brush up there in the hills. And so orange why, and why would you use that as a comparison to being a fireman? Because I, because I'm not a sworn person. I'm just a dumb kid that was out there cutting down brush and clearing paths as opposed to a firefighter that's taken uh, training, like the guy was saying, taking training, taking courses, and has sworn, so, an, oath of, sworn an oath of office. By the face, that's right, John. Um, uh, now, the yes. the prisoners that the CDF calls <laughs> out to the forest fires. Those guys in green or uh, orange. <laughs> yeah. That they make fight forest fires. Don't, do, does that experience count for them? <laughs> can nope. they, can that, what is it? OJT? Can I apply that when I get out? <laughs> I've put out twelve forest <laughs> fires. You know. nope, I've nope. dung fire lines. You know. <laughs> this, this, this this is where I'm saying is that the uh, people, the firefighters that are at Disneyland are sworn fire firefighters to the state of California, and you have to have at least a minimum of five years of municipal service. Even, yeah, I don't think anybody's ever doubted that, uh, that even, they're true even, firemen. Even even military service doesn't count. Boy, you're saying a military firefighter doesn't count towards their time. So you could be a 20 year military fireman, and you couldn't come work at Disneyland. There, uh, conceivably, yeah, because I have heard that. All right, you know, I I don't know anybody in the military whose job is to be a firefighter that's actually in the service. Was it was one of our captains? That's that, what. Well, huh? You're breaking up, Mike. I'm oh, I'm sorry. I said I don't. Up. <laughs> I don't know anybody who's you know any. Still there? Uh, Anybody still there? I'm still here. All right. And great. Call dropped. For shaft. No. For Greg. So now we will hit the pause button. Pause button. What's, what's Christopher say? I thought you were a seaman. <laughs> ah, no. <okay>. No. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Yeah, I would have a hard time believing that someone that was, you know, it's like uh, if you've been a military cop, you're, you're in, what you call them in the the, uh, the Navy police? Well, uh, the, well they're the master, they? master at arms, right? A, a guy whose job is to be like a policeman on a ship is called a master at arms. Okay, what about on the base? You must have had, like, we Shore had patrol. Shore patrol. Shore patrol. Okay, we had two different types of policemen. We, we had the ones that the patrolled police. the base. You know, and we had the ones that stood guard on, you know, out at the... Um, okay, well, gate guards were usually Marines or contracted rent-a-cops. Okay. Or so you, you, you didn't have any guys... You know, it, it's very possible that today in the Air Force, a lot of this has changed, too. But in my day, you actually had, you know, airmen cruising the streets of the base, write you tickets for speeding, doing all that. As far as I know, those guys were... Uh, base official. police. Base police, when I was in, were rent-a-cops. Ooh, you guys had rent-a-cops? We had rent-a-cops or base police. And then the people at the gate was rotated between Marines, base police, and Navy guys. Uh, we, we had had a few airmen or guys tell us that part of the reason they went into the service to be a cop is, one, you could be a cop at 18. You can't be a cop at 18, um, I know, anywhere in California, as far as I know. Yeah. Um, so all that time counted so they could get out uh, – Take a test. They, they could be a cop right away. And I would have a feeling that our firemen were the same way. I, I wouldn't wouldn't believe that, you know, you, after you've, you know, put out fires on aircraft and on bases and, and buildings that, you know, you'd get out and, or go to Disneyland and say, oh, you're not experienced. You've just been in the military. Yeah. No. Uh, you know, Before again, in the Navy. Up, huh? Are you recording? Yeah. I've been recording ever okay. since I said I shut the thing off. Or, All right, I wasn't sure if you were going to like bring on, people back saying, oh, we had a technical difficulty. No, no, back, screw but, that. They'll right, figure it out. Right. Um, <laughs> no, there was no, you know, firefighting on a ship was everybody. Everybody was trained to do well, that. Yeah, everybody that, has their, their place to go to, right, in the fire? No, everyone, in no? basic training, you're taught how to put out a fire on a ship. Right, but I'm saying, let's say if you're in your bunk, I mean, and, and a fire happens, does everybody, I mean, do you have a, a set place you go to? Yes, yes, just, yes. There's a place you go where people make sure you're still alive and all that. But, you know, there's damage control teams uh, that put out fires, they plug holes in the ship, you know, from bombs and missiles and torpedoes and whatnot. But it's not their job. It's not something that translates to a firefighter out in the real world. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I, I guess that was a bad quote. We needed it more of an, probably an army would have been a better question because it's more like, what and, the, you know, how the Air Force bases are set up, you know, because the ships, that's a totally different world on a ship. So Well, okay. But, you know, I was stationed at a, at a Naval Air Station. The crash truck guys was contract firemen. They weren't. Really? They were not wow. Navy people. Interesting. So oh, that is really. Hey. Know, I should. No, I don't have it. Does he back up? No, Ryan's here. Ryan. Travelers. Oh, Ryan. Ryan. Why am I not seeing any updates now? Oh, okay. There it goes. You have to so sign in, I, I guess. No, I signed in. I, I scrolled up to look at something, oh. so then uh, it didn't scroll back down. All right. Let's see. Shaft says go, so we'll go and see what happens. Uh, yeah, Vincent brought home a like a folder from the Air Force. I guess the recruiters have been on base. Uh-oh. So I was. I was checking out. I'm like, hey, I'm all for it. I told okay. all the kids. Should, all right, can you hear go. us now, Richard? Hello? Yeah, but for some reason. It's a yes or no I, question. I'm, are you there? Yes. Can you hear us? You there now? Okay. okay. Now, yes, now I'm hearing. All right, great. He's, you're he's cutting out. <laughs> that freaking Awesome. Dude. Uh so anyway, because I, I remember uh, the guy that does our um, 
political gesture shows with Richard and I, Major Russ. Yes. He, because I'd asked him about five stars. He says, I don't ever have it again. But it's still in the book, Theater Commander. He, his opinion is there will never be again another Theater Commander like we had in World War II. Uh, but it is still on the books, at least according to the, the flyers that, or the this really nice brochure that came home. It was really cool. It showed every weapon the Air Force using. I mean, you know, from hand weapons to flight weapons to uh, whatever kind of weapon it, it it was it was pretty cool and showed you know all the different ranks and you know, all the different jobs you can do and of course I wasn't used to all the new names you know it was Tack Sack and Mac when I was in now they get all kinds of other bizarre yeah uh, some that you know the acronyms don't there's like no way to pronounce the acronym uh, you know I mean Tack was you know Sack that was easy but now it was like Matt got what the military you know, air, uh, air transport service and. Yeah. That's that's one of them, and then there's another one, and it's like, it just doesn't work like you know it used to. But I'm I'm sure some so you would you would let great. your son go into the air force? Absolutely, I would. I, I you wouldn't encourage him somebody. to you wouldn't encourage him to go into the military as opposed to the paramilitary. I I encouraged my oldest to go in the air force. Also, he didn't catch what you said, Mike. I know. No, Either I that or he chose it. to ignore it. I, I chose to ignore it. Yeah, well, I still, I, still I actually couldn't have cared. I they could have went into any of them, but I I always suggest the Air Force first. But because because uh, you know what you want them to learn translatable skills. There are translatable <laughs> skills in the Air Force. Okay. What are you talking about? Just because I happen to, uh, well, actually, I can't say what I did was transferable. Yes, what my prop. As none of the uh, civilians seemed to think it was because actually, quite frankly, if you know you know what I did. Yes. Most people don't even know that exists in the military, and it's on all branches. But for some reason, people have this idea that I guess you just bivouac every time you go to a, another base. You pitch a tent out in the field or something. <laughs> they don't they don't really understand how the, it it works. So and, when and you tell you them do? what you did, what did I you did do in what's the called. It's called well, bill- actually, billeting. Yeah. I can't tell you, or I'd have to kill you because I signed non-disclosures. Yeah, sure. Well. Yeah, sure. I actually, I actually did, but it's called billeting. It's basically a base hotel. Uh, okay, that's, you know, that's, the, that's my that's my cover story. See, in, in, in the Navy, billeting is covered by the people that work in the the chow halls, right? The mess the mess specialist, the well, you know, it's the funny. Cooks it's, they do were, the billeting. So no, I understand. They they are in our squadron. But we would never be a cook, and they would never be a billeting person. The billeting person could actually do – there was, I think, three things we had. Uh, one was laundry, which I never wanted to do, but the girl who worked it loved it because pretty much you were all by yourself. No one ever bothered you. Everybody brought their laundry in in their bags. You never really had to touch laundry. You just had to throw bags into the back of a truck or whatever. They, you know, it was really a stupid position. Really? Um, Freaking yeah. country club bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you weren't on a ship, you did your own damn laundry. The yeah, fuck. I, 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 well, I don't remember exactly how that worked, um, but I think you could take your laundry. Now, I did my own laundry when I was before I got married. When I was in a uh, a barrack, but I, I, I say I don't totally. It, the laundry could have been coming from uh, the dining hall, for all I know. But it, I don't because I worked it for a very short period of time just to kind of get a rounded. Uh, idea of what the whole uh, squadron was about. So I, I didn't work it. And it's now been 20, 30 years. I, I don't remember the details. As I 
didn't do it that much. But so anyways, uh, like when I got my orders in basics, you're all sitting around like in uh, full metal jacket. (laughs) Oh, 300 (laughs) infantry. (laughs) (laughs) Engineers, you go find mines. (laughs) What was the one when he got, he's going to be the writer, right? What the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> oh, 1200. I mean, some some crazy number. Right? What yeah. the, you think Who do you think you, you are? Mickey Spillane. <laughs> oh, that was funny. So we're like that. And the guy says, services are cook. And I'm like, okay, for one, I knew I couldn't be a cook. I mean, Grant, they could really do anything with you. But I had yeah, I've tasted your cooking. No, you could not be a cook. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the guy who uh, eats out of the box with hamburger helper 90% of the time talks. Um, I beg your so in, anyways, the uh, I, I'm I'm ignoring I you. Culinary classes. All right. Anyway, so we got we <laughs> we rolled down this no. rabbit hole because well, 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 I, I, I want to finish <laughs> just the, the um. Hey, I want to finish uh, things too, and you say so, no. But the, it's dead subject. We're getting bored. Let's move who, on. Whose whose name is listed first when we uh, talk about the host? So go fuck yourself. The, uh, oh, the, oh uh, that can be changed. I guess I hit a nerve. <laughs> <laughs> the cooks are in our squadron. But like, say, cooks are, believe it or not, specially trained. Not anybody can just go in there and cook an egg. It's sure. there's, there's a lot of training to the, the cooks. So they're in the services squadron, but they're not. Uh, it's not MO, MOS is an army term. I think I want to say ours. AFSC, say dude. Oh, there it is. AFSC. So, you know, we couldn't do theirs, they couldn't do ours, but they were in the same squadron. It's considered a support thing. So, like, when we went out to the field, you know, they brought the big deuce and a half with the, you know, the kitchen behind it. We brought out the deuce and a halves with all the tents with wooden floors to make up our, you know, field billeting uh, and field laundries and, and those kind of things. So, um, All right. I was just going to explain like, for the latecomers how we got down this rabbit hole. <laughs> Well, we we got down the rabbit hole because Richard couldn't get his shit. Well, no, no, no. Yet. He was saying that you know military experience doesn't count, and I was saying because you know in my time in the Navy there was no there is no designated firefighter job that I know yeah, of in the Navy or in the Air Force or in the Marines or in the Marines. I will say that we we did have a captain. He retired a few years back. He was a career Air Force firefighter. Um, he did bring a lot of uh, into his service with Disneyland as well. He was, in fact, he was. Uh, what's the big base outside of Anchorage up there? He was there during the '64 earthquake, so he was telling us some good stories on that stuff too. Yeah, you know, but, I don't in, the name, but but in general, um, trying to back out of the rabbit hole real quick. The whole subject we got into is what was a comment way back when when it, someone made a rude comment about it's just Disneyland fire. It's not like they're real firefighters. I, I disagree. Did did, so, did somebody actually say that? I don't. I don't so, know that somebody. So, so, somebody was making a comment of, "Well, it's just Disneyland fire" or something like that. Well, I think I, I think the comment the- went, "No matter what happens, Disney always calls in Anaheim." You know, I think there was a comment something like that because, uh, with within reason, almost every time I saw anything that had to do with any more than a uh, fire in a trash can. It seems like Anaheim was always called in. And I think you even said now Anaheim is like there all the time. So it's kind of like, we, why have the guys? But they, they have a lot of functions that they they do that people don't think about. You know? Oh, yeah. And and, and, they're, they, and Disneyland Fire has a lot of apparatus that Anaheim just flat out doesn't have, doesn't, you know, that is specialized to the parks and the uh, hotels there that uh, they would be able to use. 
All right. Well, you know, they call Anaheim to cover their ass, right? Basically, yeah. So, so there you go. It, you know, there you go. Okay, we'll leave it <laughs> at that. Right, well. uh, you know, the funny thing is, as I was playing around with this, I kind of glimpsed some of the reflection of all shirts somewhere. I'm wearing my Reedy Creek Fire shirt, so. Nice. Anyways. All right. Uh, blah, blah. Where else do we want to go? Mike, did you see one that stood out to you? Uh, Mail-wise? Uh, like, have you read this one already? Jeremy's response to many topics. Uh, you know, there, there's one here that I asked when Chris and I were at the studio, and, and I've forgotten the answer now. Uh, we have a mouse buster that they said they had heard uh, that Disney would never hire a Disney fan to work in the archives because oh, they're afraid but, the fan would steal memorabilia. Still stuff, yeah. And I, I brought it up, and I forgot if I even got an answer or if we just laughed about it because it seemed so dumb. <laughs> because I think everybody's a you know small bit of a fan in some way, maybe not fanatical. But I have seen where they have advertised for archivists, but they want someone who's trained in the business of yeah, archiving, uh, yeah. Ar- yeah, archivery, or whatever they want. Archivery. Yeah, are you making up words again, Richard? There, Greg. Yes. Yeah, Greg makes up words. I'll use. I. I said you make it up words again. Yeah, it's a Gregism. You know, it's, it's like a handleism. It's a Gregism. Yeah, it's a Gregism. And the real word is they're trained in the library sciences. Yes. Uh, uh, I may beg to differ with that based on the okay. thing I said, but well, it doesn't really go, matter. Go ahead but they, and when they, all you wish. But no, I'm not going to beg. I'm just, I'm just saying what I saw when they said that what they wanted your degree in or something like that on the website. But you know, they're just, they're looking for trained people basically. So the average fan. Probably isn't a trained person to work in the uh, the archives, and you know if you if you came to them with a degree and uh, uh, with marrying a librarian, then you know, possibly. <laughs> and, and, and if you uh, had okay, that nice, degree, you probably nice music man reference there. <laughs> so, anyways, but uh, you know there was also the joke that you know you had to be a certain age and you know all that thing too. But maybe we won't go there. All right, there was a. Okay, now two weeks ago we talked about, uh, or or Darth Vader asked for some of the secret gems of Disneyland, yes. and we we managed to like uncover three of them. But there was a second uh, question in that well, same email. The third idea. Yeah, the Toy Story one. Yes. Well, what technologies do you see filling the park with a 3D of Toy Story, and these are transforming it for a seasonal overlay? Do you see a time where traditional park? Or traditional dark rides are replaced by technological wonder that has extreme flexibility. Will Disney ever go into the true full immersion experience? Will this be too time consuming as well as monetarily myopic? You know, I'm not sure if uh, 3D story is what I would call necessarily that easy to switch over. There's, you know, a ton of programming. They just switched out a whole uh, sequence for the Disney World uh, one. I thought I read that. They, repl- they? they replaced one of the games with something else. Oh, interesting. I wonder how long that took to uh, to produce. Because, you know, that was the whole idea with Star Wars. We, they would <laughs> yeah. produce different movies. And yeah. When the cost, you know, when the de- the perceived demand isn't there because the lines are long and then they look at the cost and they say, well, forget it. Uh, you know, I wonder, I'd, I'd love to know what it cost. What, what? Or let's say... Uh, mansion or small world. I I would bet that the first year, like always, is the most big expensive initial cost. And then once they figure out what they're doing, and it gets a little quicker and quicker every time, because um, you know the planning is a big part of it. 
but it'll be interesting to to see something like Toy Story where they they kind of make it a little Christmas Christmassy, if you will. You know, put some uh, color in there and and winter theme. I don't know particularly that's just the ride I'd want to see an overlay on. Quite honestly, I think I'd rather see the ride go away and give us you know a real ride yeah. rather than another video game ride. But uh, you know, well, okay, uh, it, it's an but. Think about the the question of where he says, "Do you see a time where traditional dark rides are replaced by technological wonder that has extreme flexibility?" Now I don't yes. know. Okay, I don't know how you could say. Let, let's talk about uh, everyone's favorite dark ride, Peter Pan. Right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you could change on that ride system, or what you could change to make to make it flexible. I mean, well, I'm you, you know what I'm saying? You, you you haven't seen, and Richard hasn't seen, but. I could see where they could take an attraction like that to a, a more modern attraction. I'm not going to say it's better. I'm not going to say that people would react as well to it because there is just something about Peter Pan that people really like. And when you really look at Peter Pan, you don't have a lot of detail going on. You see a lot of it from above looking at you know a, a bike chain with, with glow-in-the-dark colors spinning around that look like cars. You see plastic laying on the floor that – looks like uh clouds you know so there's it's kind of like an um a view in it from afar and then you kind of jump into the middle of the fight but you know it's it's all these kind of like static figures that have very little movement so but there's something magical if you will about the attraction maybe it's the flying around on the boat but go to universal florida with the spider-man attraction it gives you it's a it's it's kind of a simulator plus uh, I'm not sure if they were IMAX, but large screens, 3D. There are points where it feels like you're going, you're flying with Spider-Man, like down the side of the building or up the side of the building. I could see something like that being done to dark rides where you're fully immersed in the environment like that, because you you actually felt like you were, you know, in the city and doing all the spider, uh, the spidey things. I could see dark rides going that route, but that's, I mean, that's. That's like a dark ride on steroids. I mean, it's dark because you're kind of going around in the dark. You know, what's funny is when I, I told you I met up with that Imagineer a couple of weeks ago, and I said something about poo. He says that's not a dark ride. Oh, really? Well, see, again, that goes back to that argument that I've made that to me the dark rides were always the fantasy land kind of black lit rides, right? Yeah. So you, you go to Buzz. I don't consider it a dark ride. That one's maybe borderline because it does have a what I'd look at as maybe um, uh, black lights. I, I really don't know. But some people call the mansion a dark ride because there's websites out there that consider that a dark ride because it's in the dark. I consider that you know an omni mover ride. It's, Disney, it's an, it's, in yes, their it's book, an considers ride. it an omni mover ride. But maybe in the greater sense, it is a dark ride because it's done in the dark. Um, but uh, this guy didn't consider Pooh a dark ride because of the lighting and stuff in it. Um, so, again, it depends I, on what your definition of dark ride is, I guess. I look I, at it as kind of the sea ticket attraction level of um, effects, scenes, ride vehicles. That's kind of how I look at the dark ride. I, All right, I so, would, okay, go ahead, Richard. 
I was going to say, I would put in as far as just a general classification of a dark ride is something similar to uh, where you have a vehicle that is part of the ride, that, but it's not an Omnimover platform. Buzz Lightyear is, in essence, for the most part, an Omnimover type thing. But you take a look at, like, Mr. Toad, Peter Pan, Snow White, all the traditional dark rides where you have a separate vehicle that's... I hate to use the the example, but almost like a, your classic carnival ride in a way and then you have your figures that you're going through there i would i would classify poo as a dark ride okay well this in, this imagineer dude how did he classify a poo not as a dark ride what is he what did he call it just he, he didn't really call it anything but it wasn't a dark ride in the sense of what he grew up at disney with as a dark ride what they define as a dark ride you know i i would look at um uh Roger Rabbit is a dark ride. And I, I agree actually, with you on that. I actually would look at. Um, I would look See, at Buzz as a dark ride. You, yes, it uses but, an omni mover type thing to get you around, but in the sense of how the sets are made, how the lighting is done, um, that kind of thing, I I look at it more as. See, a, techno- technology wise, as well as uh, appearance wise. Does Pooh Bear, stop? Winnie, Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh is almost identical to Roger Rabbit. Uh, in some okay, ways, I'll yeah. tell you. I'll tell you the big difference between Roger Rabbit is the the space that you're traveling through space that's much more wide open than. Well, you're most. also traveling in a space that has to be seen 360, and that's not true for any of the dark rides. Uh, maybe Buzz, you could say that because you can spin in there. Uh, but the big difference between Pooh and, and Roger would be the 360 theming aspect. No, it's the same with, uh, see, I also consider um, Monsters, Inc. a dark ride. Yes. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Um, if I can go back now, on the do you, do, you, do you think dark rides need to stop and start? Is that part of the ride system? I don't know. I mean, I, you mean individual I, vehicle load when you say stop and start? Well, yeah. I mean, all the dark rides you're referring to, like in Fantasyland, all they stop, they let you on, they go again, they stop. You know, and Omni movies are constantly in motion. I would put I would put that in the classical dark ride sense. Yes. Okay, so um, Peter Pan and Walt Disney World is not a dark ride, then. Why? Because Omni movers. It's constantly in motion. He uses the ski lift. Uh, idea of slow, fast. It's it's constantly in motion. Okay, yeah, it never stops. All right, so okay. I, I, you know, I'm just asking. Cool. I'm asking Richard. It was a, I maybe I set him up a little bit because you know I let him down. The, well, he led us down the road of you know the Omni Mover versus the the kind of ride vehicle. So you know that kind of led to the well, next it, step. I, well, I'm, I'm, I was I just threw that in there. I just threw that in there because of the it, technology. An, uh, yeah. Omnimover is basically a constant, constantly in motion ride vehicle, right? <laughs> where, where all vehicles are attached into yeah. one gearing, yeah. Um, um, I, going okay. back to the original question on the technology end of it, you know, th- we talk we talk so much about the the 3D aspect of Toy Story, and of course, the new Star Tours is going to be 3D as well, and. Yeah, Star Tours was originally designed to be able to change out so easily, and I can conceivably see Toy Story being able to be, you know, you can do all the programming over at WDI and then put the programming in and just set it up. But I think there is still 
a basic desire to have an actual set, not just have a virtual set in 3D. I think people actually like seeing, uh, on a lot of aspects, an actual, you know, 3D figure like in Peter Pan or some of your dark rides or Winnie the Pooh, where you actually have figures that are sitting out there and you actually have animation that's part of it, not just even without glasses looking at a 3D image. Um, I think people still like having that. Well, what people want and what Disney provides is two different things because you could almost say that about movies. People like to be entertained by movies, yet we've seen kind of a um, uh, decimation if you will, of all of, of a lot of movie rides, you, the m- movies are going away. You don't see them updated as much, though there has been some rare occasions. At Disneyland, we basically lost our our uh, movie attraction, right? Uh, Florida still has some, has had some updates, but... Which um, movie attraction? Are you talking about, like, the Circle, movie Circle Vision. Oh, Circle Vision? Yeah... But there, you know, I I would still like to see it come back. I can see it coming back, and now I've actually been talking to a couple of people that that are in positions that say they would like to see it come back too. So, well, again, like, like like to see it, it's a. I mean, I don't want to say there's a precedence with uh, Captain uh, uh, Child Molester or Captain <laughs> Child Molester, or maybe we should call it uh, what. Uh, Captain Alleged Child Molester. Yeah, that's right. He got off the hook that, of that twice. He beat that rap that's, twice. <laughs> that's that's a rarity that we see something like that happen. And if it hadn't have been Michael Jackson, I don't believe it would have ever happened. I just don't see um, a Circle Vision ever coming back. It's a nice but, wish. But, 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 but you're talking you're talking about the actual movie. You're, you're the Magic No, I'm theater. talking about a I'm talking about a circle vision of any type. I don't no, care no, which I'm, particular. But, I'm, but I'm saying is, is you're talking about Captain Neo. That's just putting the new movie back in an existing place that is going to continue on with it. I can still picture a circle vision being built and having a new movie added to it. Yeah, I don't. I and, and it, as we found out, it wasn't quite as simply as just putting the movie back in there. Though they didn't go quite to the lengths of you know people would have liked to see. If they're going to bring it back, bring it back like it originally was. Uh, of course, they didn't go that far. Uh, hopefully, it won't last that long then, but, you know, we'll we'll see. I, I don't know. I, I think if you could create a virtual environment where you see things all around you, the thing I don't like about Toy Story is the lack of detail in between game playing. You know, at least in Buzz, you're constantly surrounded by stuff, and you're always in motion. Yeah, they may look like cardboard cutouts, with the, what two exceptions, Buzz and uh, his father, uh, <laughs> it, it, the rest of it's just you know like a bunch of cardboard cutouts. I, uh, not not very exciting to me. That's kind of one of my disappoint, disappointments with that attraction. But at least you see things. And Toy Story, like when we went during West Fest, for whatever reason, we did a lot of stopping and starting in between the games. And there's just really you know the, there's. There's painted stuff on the wall. That's about it. It's it's really, to me, kind of disappointing. I think the ride vehicles are very cool, pretty advanced. Um, you know, nice load unload if you've got uh, issues where you need more time. So they've addressed some of that. But as an overall attraction, yeah, it's fun. But um, but the, but, the, the, but would you say that that disappointment says that they need to do something more with the sets? That the 3D imaging just can't by itself hold it alone. 
No, I think they could have done the whole environment in 3D. There's still stuff, you know, you're wearing the glasses. There's stuff they could have done in the in-between spots to to still make you feel like maybe you're in the game. You know, they've got all those game pieces on the, the paintings on the wall. Why not take that, the third, you know, the extra step and make it feel like you're in the middle of um, life, for instance, before you get to your next game. And then maybe you go through Mousetrap as you're getting to the next. You know, it's just like, eh, you know, you know, we got to get people from here and there. Let's just paint some old game game yeah. the wall. You know, like it wasn't really thought through. So, someone on the chat calls uh, the floor the magic dancing floor of motion sickness. Uh, oh, because you're constantly For, being spun around from place to place. No, yeah. Sorry, he's referring to EO. Oh, oh. oh I thought, yeah. yeah. He, the, I, I felt like I was abused uh, <laughs> by Michael. The time you're I getting got out pounded. Of the yeah. <laughs> That's why I say it would have been fun to take that and put it in the Bugs uh, Theater instead. So you actually, you know, we're getting poked. <laughs> nice. Reminds me of the Borg experience in Vegas, too. Yeah. Then the creepy spiders would have come down. It just would have wrapped the whole show up. I mean, I think it would have made Captain Neil that much better. So, <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, you could have put the little evil queen person. She could have come out where the big uh, grasshopper is, you know, and maybe... Uh, that stupid one that flies around could have come out of the ceiling with the spider. Fuzzball stupid. No, I'd like to take a shot. shot. Can't call fuzzball stupid. No, I'd like to take a shotgun and say, uh, uh, what, what, is it with, uh, what is that when you, you do trap and skeet when you want to you know, pull the, let pull. go of the, or pull. That's what I'd yeah. like to do with that, that little guy. Pull. See those little wings. Or just hold them and pick, it, pick off the wings like a. Like a fly. Like a, like a fly, yeah. You saw those. You saw those fly drawings at Pizza, right? Uh, oh, you no, sent them to me. Did I send? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Those <laughs> are pretty funny, but uh, I think I think overlays are very possible. I don't know if I would say uh, a full immersion experience is too time consuming or monetarily myopic because I think we do have some full immersion things right now in the old traditional way. Your mansion, your pirates, uh, your splash, those are full immersion uh, to me. Any of your dark rides, once you're in there, you're in in it. But you know, as far and, as in- and the whole the whole flexibility change out thing, you know, that's for rewritability, right? Well, none of that stuff suffers from lack of rewritability to begin with, so... Well, the, the west side of Fantasyland does. It suffers from rewritability, really. You don't like uh, Snow White. You well, don't like Pinocchio. Okay. Oh, you know, we we've discussed this before, and I and I think it goes deeper than uh, the west side seats four to five people versus the right side uh, seating two to three people. Really think about those two attractions. And somebody told me, was, I think it's in Paris. Their um, their Peter Pan has uh, they're really big boats. They have two rows, and it is just overwhelmed also it, just like ours is uh my thought i I've, I've kind of backed off from my thought of putting in uh beauty and the beast where alice is yeah even though i still think it's a great idea because you have the the you know the teacups and all there take snow white out put uh beauty and the beast dark right a good one not a stupid thing like the snow white is and then take out tony baxter's wet dream of pinocchio and put in aladdin there and the Aladdin vehicles could have, you know, you're in a, um, uh, 
Camel. Uh, magic, you know, you're on, that, that's funny. But no, you're on magic. You're on magic carpets. But there's going to be uh, some motion to that carpet in the ride vehicle that can make it move up, tilt left and right, and all that uh, once it starts going. Uh, sort of like sort of like the poo, the like the Winnie the Pooh honeybees. More than that, so you can really feel like you're flying and immersive, and you know. But yeah, in in some sense, but instead of but that one just kind of you know rocks you around like um, you know makes you want to go to the bathroom or something. I don't know. <laughs> yes. and, and then you know to take the full immersion thing in, we get rid of what used to be a great restaurant, but now is a it's a shell of its former self, the Village House. Oh my totally gosh! I never okay. To, it never was a great restaurant. Uh, you know, to me, it was one of the better hamburger houses when it had a variety, but, you know, whatever. It, again, it's a personal opinion, so if, yeah. to you, if it wasn't great, fine. And I never liked but, it. Yeah, never liked that place. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, this themed fairly well. I, I thought it, sure. you know. Too bad the but food. You take, <laughs> sucks, yeah. yeah. Take all that out and now retheme it to kind of look like uh, Agrabah or that, you know, with all the kind of... Uh, uh, Middle Eastern architecture and the same colors as the movie, all that, right? But now that's more of a um, a variety food place. It's a it's an outdoor. I don't want to call it an outdoor market. Make it inside, but kind of outside, if you know what I mean. And you can have multiple lines where you've got the you know the fresh food versus the pre cooked food. And I don't, a, I don't know if you have the space but, for that you know? though. It sounds like I you're talking. You know, it sounds like you're talking Tusker House at the Animal Kingdom. Uh, the inside outside kind of a thing and but you need space well for- yeah but that that one you have to walk up and order your food you know i was thinking more of a buffeteria style but you, you know remember you can also push those walls out everything could be inside uh i don't know you know it's you got to play with the uh the space planning i'm not sure how much is in the back side of the restaurant you might have to look at some plans it's just some ideas I, I was thinking about that how could we uh improve a really bad side of the park that you rarely have to wait to get on an attraction um, and it's just not considered the good, the the better of the uh, dark ride attractions. Now in Florida, if I've always seen a, a I'm not gonna say a great line, but a fairly decent line for small uh, Snow White. But I think their small uh, or Snow White is a better attraction than ours. But I can't remember the Snow I, White. I, th- I, th- I think the only thing that is really lacking right now is because a good portion of Peter Pan queue is outside as well as Mr. Toad, so people's automatically view that. Uh, I'm not going to say there's a lot indoors, but there is a fair more, so speaking, more queue indoors for both Peter uh, Pinocchio and uh, so Snow White. So I think that's just the handicapper there is that people automatically veer to the right because they're looking at it. Uh, you know, if you look at, I've, I've literally Snow had people. I've literally had people come up and they go, "Where is this ride?" And we're standing 20 feet from it. Well, yeah, I've, I've had that standing at the Matterhorn, so, you know, I, I take that with a grain yeah. of salt. It's like, what time's a 3 o'clock parade? Five. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But, you you know, you look at the... At, do, you ever, uh, do you ever try to wonder why they're asking that question? Do you think they're trying to ask no, what time the I, 3 o'clock parade arrives at that part of the parade route or something? I, no. So, so, I never... People, I never yeah, I've had that. I've actually had people ask Cause, that. Because well, I can't... I, can't I mean, other than that, I cannot ever... But they word someone it asking, how long does it, you know, which way is the parade going? How long does it take to get here? That's a different question. Sure, but what, what time, time is there going? Like, who's buried in Grant's tomb? It's just stupid. Um, here's your card. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, but, you know, you, what time yeah. is the three o'clock parade? Really? What time is it? <laughs> well, Believe I told me, you. I, I, it could have, maybe the parade is called. 
the three o'clock. <laughs> well, I, I told you. I've had my stories. What time? What times does Disney afternoon start? <laughs> Wait, you saw Big Bang Theory, right? This last one. Yes. Yes. Pre evening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, look look at the look at the line for Snow White. There's only two switchbacks inside, pretty much uh, uh, about the same. Actually, there's probably less inside on Snow White than there is in Peter Pan. There's just no line. That's why nobody sees it. Uh, uh, Pinocchio, there's a little more inside, but you've got a great facade with the little dancing, you know, toothpick. <laughs> who for a long time when that attraction first opened, there he wasn't even up there. It was just this stage with no Pinocchio. I always thought that was odd, but finally they threw him up there. That one's I don't yes, think there's he's more there anymore. Yeah, he was he was just there during Westfest, but unless he's he? disappeared since then. There's a little more insight there, but I think there's a better draw into it. They're just not as good of an attraction when you get right down to it. That for whatever reason they do not endear themselves to the public like the ones on the uh, east side. Uh, but, just, you know, yeah. it, it's just, I, I can't explain it. I've always uh, kind of equated, you know, the capacity thing too, but how many times have you seen it where, you know, if there's only two in your party, they don't put anybody behind you. You know why? They don't need to. There's nobody waiting. That's right. <laughs> you know, so it's just a matter of, uh, you know, necessity so or not necessity, but uh, who knows. Um, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what their next immersive attraction is you know well we see some marvel attractions well we see some abc uh properties um come into the park i, I don't know why they could have done a lost attraction can you can you matter a, a, a smoky roller coaster or kind of some kind of a smoky high speed thing or or you're evading smoky uh, maybe the the <laughs> island at disney world which isn't used a whole lot it's not quite as popular as ours uh maybe it could have had something i don't know it seems like Lost was a, a great property for something on the level of a, of a pirates or uh, a mansion. I mean, it had a lot of mystique, a lot of uh, things you could play with. And well, maybe now that it's over is the time you couldn't do it while it was going because you didn't know where the end was. Well, now you now you have something built that you could build around. I don't know. Uh, I, uh, I, I don't. I think. Lost. You think lost what? Oh, are we going to have trouble again? Hey, it's not right, me this time. All right. You think Lost what, Greg? No, I just say I think Lost would something around the Lost uh, uh, mystique would be a fun attraction. So there's, no longer, no longer Engine Joe's Cave, but you know. No, no, no. <laughs> I just there, threw that out there as kind of an absurdity that uh, I don't know if it would really work in one of the Magic Kingdoms. There's, but, uh, there's the question I, I'm just, right there. I, I'm just yes. saying, I'm just. Well, I'm just Dave. saying that the island in the Magic Kingdom in Florida is not as popular as ours Dave, here. Dave. Has a good question. Is it in ten years will loss still be known? Yeah, exactly. Will it have the staying power? Well, you know that's been the question around Captain Jack Sparrow. Once once they end making those movies, will he just be another pirate in the pirate ride? And there's another good question that we we joke about when it first opened up about Snow White. You know, why is it called Snow White when you only see her once? It's actually the evil queen. Oh, yeah. And by the way, we'll see, see Snow White going through the attraction sometime. Uh, you see her t- t- twice inside? Originally, you didn't no, see her. No, you see, you it see her. Was, you it, see. Don't you see her when the dwarves are dancing or something? That's that's one. Going up the stairs. Yes. And 
Wait, wait, wait. Gone, what? Gone is she? Is she like near stairs or something? Fuck, it's been a long oh, she, time. she's she's uh, dead at the end. Of or, well, it doesn't matter. But uh, the attraction before the 83 rehab, you saw it from her perspective. She wasn't even in the attraction. That's true. So. That is true. But I was going to say the only other time you see her is you see the painting at the end. and the, Right after the queen dies. And they all lived happily ever after. Which yeah, is it's, it's, it's abrupt it, ending to it. Right. It's very abbreviated. It's, it's not that great. Um, Jason, a sideways small world. <laughs> But I I don't know. I'm just I I I was being absurd with the the island reference because in Florida it just doesn't seem it has the uh, mystique that our our island does. But I don't think it would fit in a Magic Kingdom. I just you know I don't know. It'd be hard to make a lost attraction. What what theme of lost do you focus your attraction on? Uh, Oh, I I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. There's I think there's there's got to be some way to do something either you're on a like a ride vehicle or you you, you just kind of do a loose theme around the smoke yep. monster or avoid in the smoke monster i'm sure people who can think deeper uh in the mythology of lost could come up with a a decent attraction uh for rather, it but. rather than an attraction or something in the parks i would rather see a lost travel package over at the polynesian resort well, you know those guys that part of the loss there. Those guys that swam over to uh, the uh, the old island at uh, Discovery Florida. Island. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, a plane a plane crash ride. There you go. That might be yeah, right something. Plane crash. I I actually think you could do an Omni Maneuver ride. You could do an Indiana Jones type vehicle ride. I I think there's a lot of ways uh, it could have been done. You know, like Universal. I think blew their their uh, Jurassic Park ride by, by putting it in the <laughs> water. You know, they could easily that should have been better to be on a vehicle of some type, in my opinion. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's just, bus. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> yeah. There's there's just what? too much. There's too much forking of the story. For well, yeah, okay, I mean, but forget the story. How about the experience? Remember, pirates and mansion are experiences. They're not stories. That's all true, fucking true, crap true, made true, up true. by people later. True. Okay. Yes, their experiences. Okay, right. and and you know we can always we can point to mansion and see that mansion is two different experiences: a creepy mansion and a fun mansion. Right. There, there you go. There. Use the submarines instead of get, having Nemo in the subs. You use the subs and you go yeah. to the Island of Lost. See yeah. that and then come back. I, I, there, I mean, I just think that there there is something with uh, a property like that. That could be done. I do understand that thing. Well, will it be remembered later? Why is Snow White remembered later? And if it's so great, why does it just have a dark ride? You know, if Peter Pan is so great. Why does it just have a dark ride? Uh, does anybody remember that uh, the Matterhorn was based off a movie? Yes. No. Most people. All the DFs. I, everyone listening to this all, know it. Okay. The fandom <laughs> does, but the average person okay. going. Okay. Of without the saying, other nine hundred. Without saying anybody, can anybody write up what the name of the movie is? Oh, you can ask the without 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 the three of us saying the anything. chatters. I want to I want to see if somebody. Very good, thank yes. you very much. <laughs> but not um, third mountain now. Third you know, man, I see. Third man man oh, here they come. See, they're listening. Great. Good. If if you take an average daily attendance to the park and you take all the DFs out, the average person says, "Wow, they just made a bobsled ride." They have no idea that it's based on. Sure. In fact, I I will actually step back and say it's not even based on the movie. That's an excuse because there is nothing in that attraction that ties it back to the movie other than the movie 
takes happen place. to take place around that the, mountain. Okay. Now think of all the Disney movies that are good that don't have any kind of representation inside a park. No, that's that's what I'm saying. So you know, to say that maybe Lost might not be remembered, maybe Lost would re- be remembered because of Disney's, the attraction. Disney attraction. It's great. Yeah. Or down the line, it's just this really cool mystery thing called Lost that you get lost in. You know, so what? Maybe it's a it's an old series, but Bold. you know, you know. Okay, like someone John. else agreed. Someone else agreed with me in there about yeah the pirate singing yeah who will Captain Jack Sparrow be you know down the line. Oh, here's so. a good question: Would the kids get the lost idea? Oh, I don't do. I, I think a lot parents, of kids watch parents, it. Parents so. don't have all the lost ideas yet down. And I'll see. <laughs> you, I I understand that the if you go for the concept of experience, you you avoid timeless issues or timelessness issues, and you you know you don't worry about story. You just worry about giving feeling right but what feeling from lost would you impart or what feeling would you try to make an attraction convey to you what experience of lost being creeped out being creeped out i'm on an island that freaking has polar bears and freaking something along those lines of okay you you might be exposed to a little bit of the smoke monster you might you and you don't really see it to the end, and maybe still you don't. Uh, you have the, the the yeah. You might have the polar bear. You might have um, you know the hatch, the button. You know all those things. All kinds <laughs> of weird things. You know? Or, or you know the light that you know Desmond uncorked. And sure, Jack sure. Back okay. I, you know, yeah, I mean, seriously. We keep we keep sticking. We keep getting stuck. Up. What about the question there? Put it over at Hollywood Studios. Instead I don't care. I, 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 I did. I already said a few fucking times. So. Typers, beware and listen to the show. It was a, I was being um, flippant about the island. I said it wouldn't fit in the Magic Kingdoms, okay? It's, yeah, we heard that, but everybody keeps was, talking about it. Well, that's because they're not fucking paying attention. They're typing. So, uh, <laughs> you know, yes, Hollywood Studios seems like it. You know, even, God forbid, no, I'm saying God forbid because so I think some of the DFs would freak out. Um, Animal Kingdom. What? Why not? There, there's, there's polar bears. Or there's wild boar. Uh, Ryan says Greg was talking. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Screw you, Ryan. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I think they could make the Cali River rides a lost river ride much better than the stupid Cali River ride that preaches to me about environmentalism and all that crap. Well, I, I'll agree with you. I hate the preachiness, but I do enjoy the white water raft. Yes, you could shoot the polar bears if you like to. Yes, that that would. Wait, be fun. right on the edge of the Cali River ride, they have those baboon monkey things. Those big black. <laughs> what are those things? You can take pot shots at them. Uh, yeah, but you know they're not they're not flinging poo at each other, so it's just not realistic. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Put the lost uh, Okay, I have let's, to let's I have to on. warn I have to warn you guys. I have ten minutes. Ten okay, minutes. We well, have ten minutes because I have to do some work at eleven thirty. Believe it or not. And there's people. There'll be people waiting on me, and I can't go over too long. So, well, is there anything quick we can talk on real quick, or should we start uh, wrapping things I, up? I think I think we kind of covered that third. Um, yes. Idea yeah. Thing, so. Sure, he did. Uh, and and kind of cool how it circled back to Lost anyway. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. The store. The, it started off that way and, and ended that way. I see. I think I mean, we actually uh, did a real good show here. To, to try to brainstorm, you know, after um, if I had more time to think about the whole lost concept, I probably would come up with, you know, 
a basic outline. If but I that wasn't the point. The idea was just throwing it out there. I think something could be evolved around it. What a, you know? What other properties out there are you excited about? I mean, Pixar seems to be the only thing that's getting anything. I mean, will you remember Mulholland Drive? What the fuck was a roller coaster Uh-oh. named after a stupid street for? Uh, so you know, California, dude. Come on. I know, but yeah, don't California necessarily discount uh, a show. So what? Mulholland Drive, you make a crappy roller coaster. No, uh, no, 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 know, no, 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 no. Don't make no mistake. It's a crappy off-the-shelf roller coaster. That's right. That could be found in any freaking traveling <laughs> that, circus okay. amusement park thing. And very I'm sorry, sorry. Magic Mountain had that very same roller coaster, what, back in the 70s? It's it's a it's a wild mouse. It's nothing new. Yes, it's yeah, it's yeah. a lot of them have had it. So, uh, and a lot of them still do have it. And that's been some of the complaints about it. I'm just I'm just saying you gotta you gotta you know think out of the box. I mean and and uh, you know you know I you know the great movie right is one that superstar we love. Dave. Hey, there you go. <laughs> we drew the lives of the lost cast. Nice. Uh, I mean, the great movie right could. Needs, I in my opinion, needs a major overhaul. You know, you could do, you could do something there. Wait, How about wh- if we just why? change to Great Movie? Wh- why? Why, is, th- why does Great Movie Ride need an overhaul? I like Great Movie Ride. I, I think a lot of reasons. One, there's no newer stuff going on there. Two, well, that's what the film at the end is for. It's a, it's a, come on, it's an, it's an AA attraction. How, two, ma- how many a, how many AA attractions get overhauls? Like, no. Mike, you have to understand, uh, Greg's the person that doesn't like American Adventure because there's nothing new in there, despite the fact that you have uh, a film. We need to tweak, you need to tweak out American uh, Adventure. Now you're putting fucking words in my mouth because I uh, love the American Adventure. The, well, okay, then, but, but the great movie ride's the same. It's idea an AA attraction. AA attractions do not lend themselves to overhauls. Oh, no. I, I think the uh, uh, American Adventure needs a few things to it to keep it rocking, personally. Uh, the great movie ride, I would probably take some scenes out, replace it with some other scenes, um, bring in some new stuff, get rid of some old stuff. There's some effects they don't use anymore that make some some scenes kind of stupid. What, like the uh, bank, the Western bank heist thing? Does that, uh, well, does that still blow that, up? That whole thing, you know, it depends if there's enough people in which car you're in. Uh, the whole Bugsby Berkeley thing in the beginning that uses a scrim now instead of the bubbles and... Uh, I mean, I think there's just there's more out there. You know, I could even see a great animation ride where it's it's all the great animation. Uh, I mean, there's we have tons of attractions that you could get a little more immersive in. Uh, I, I think the great movie ride. I was actually disappointed the first time I wrote it. I had been really built up, and I'm like, uh, this is it. They had the one kind of big moment for me because I was waiting to see that Wicked Witch AA because it had been built up for so long. Well, uh, no. okay, but remember that was brand new in 1989. Well, exactly, but the rest of it come to me. You know, I I, I watch go through the part of Mary Poppins. I'm like, shoot, could they maybe just don't move them at all? They're not really doing anything. They're singing in the rain. He's yeah, he's barely moving. I, I, A lot I, of these areas are just so dead. I, I I will give you the agreement that to me, when I went through it, I felt a lot like I was over at Movie Land Wax Museum. <laughs> yeah, th- there is some of that, right? <laughs> They're just all these static figures standing around. Um, but you know, I think some more could be done with it, and, or drop some things, add some things. Um, so, <laughs> will you find that funny? I think that's actually a pretty good. No, like uh, Christopher said, made me laugh. Uh, what Lost is not a movie? No, holy crap, you're behind. <laughs> yeah, you're really. 
We are absolutely uh, losing the show now. The, the, the Jar Jar <laughs> Okay, how could I be way behind if I was before that? That's not You're, behind. That's, don't I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, why does Jar Jar make you laugh so bad? Because he's so ju- poorly just, no, just imagine Chris trying to do the Jar Jar voice. Made me laugh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's quite quite over. Quite all right. Whack a mole with charge our hands. That's funny. Uh, I, I mean, okay. I don't know. I, surely they knew going into building the Green Movie Ride that it would be around for a while. Yeah, well, you know, again, that's one I didn't get to explore more when I met up with these guys. You know, if the stories out there are, are true about how it was scaled back when MGM says, what the fuck? You're giving it all away. Um you know, because the word that's, that's is your where cue, we, Mike, you're supposed to hit that. Yeah, I know. I haven't, I haven't isolated that. What the fuck? Oh, okay. Yeah. The, the, um, you know, the, the idea that was presented was when you, uh, when we see the sorcerer Mickey, that was supposed to be the, the, the tornado that dropped you into the little munchkin land. And then you were supposed to get into the, where the movie is at the end was supposed to be the Emerald city. I don't know. That that's some of the rumors that are out there, but I'm starting to doubt a lot of the things that uh, I've heard and read because now that I've talked to some of the real people, they're like, "Where the fuck do you hear that?" Yeah. Inconceivable. <laughs> uh, see, I'd still like to see Tomorrowland totally immersive, either in Trek lore or Star Wars lore. Screw it, they're not going to do it Tomorrowland. At least give us some sci-fi, full immersive environment. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm with that. Why not? No, no, I'm not Why against not? it. Okay. I mean, they're never going to do a real Tomorrowland again, I don't think. So, you know, might as well do something that we all think of as tomorrow. As long as they don't do the black hole, then we should be okay. The black hole. <laughs> Come on. Wouldn't, uh, what was the name of that stupid robot? Was it Max? Vincent. Vincent. No, Max. Max. The guy who shredded up the, his, the bad, you know, the bad robot. Yeah. The bad robot. Oh uh, well, yeah, but you, there's not there's not enough of uh, of a lower environment around it to make a whole area themed around the no that one movie. No. But Star Wars and Star Trek have enough you know stuff around them that you you could do oh treasure treasure planet you know, right take, take that and shove it up your you know blowhole. <clears throat> Anyways, I don't know. Just okay, some right. thoughts. Just some thoughts. Hey, there's a, there's a question right there. I, I was playing around with the uh, with uh, the little Sorry. fact thing on my uh, telephone there. Isaac Asimov is the only author that has a book in every category of the Dewey Decimal System. Really? Just one of those obscure thought, thoughts there. Yeah, so. Very obscure. Ah, if you. they could make an attraction around theme around Song of the South, they could make a write about anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, when you consider a lot of that has nothing to do with the actual movie, right? Yes. Again, it's just it's not supposed to be the story. It's It's an experience. experience. Yeah, all experience. Yeah, that's right. I think it's time to call it a night. Wait, I got I got I got the the little crazy guy queued up here. I'll bring it up so you can hear it just in time. This is great radio. Uh, Oh, here it comes. 
You have to have Brushing a fast with fat into don't, it. You, don't you tell your wife? Was that? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <geez. laughs> I said, is that what you tell your wife? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you killed my father. Yeah, John. John knows it. Minus ten DKP. It's fifty, John. <laughs> Yeah, he, the he, difference between what Richard and Plain and your yeah. Plane is it's not typed through and it sounds like crap. I love that quote though, Richard, but it just sounds like yeah. that's so funny. The two, I haven't gone through all the quotes. Two gamer here. geeks got that. It. These guys must play World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah, I don't okay. do any. Somebody asked me that the other day. We went to a like a family. Oh, Doug's downtown grove. We went to a little family like. 70th birthday party for one of Karen's aunts. I'm like, 70. That's nothing. My grandmother's 98. Get over it. But uh, some guy says, you play World of Warcraft? I'm like, no. Call of Duty? No. So, yeah, that I would have been all over, but... Who the fuck was that? <laughs> oh, Mike, Mike, Mike. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh... Are we gonna? So we're gonna wrap up that I take it <laughs> on that uh, note. Yeah, it was since you uh, you have to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything that needs to be cleaned up real quick? Uh, anything that you guys got to remind anybody of anything? <laughs> no, summer's coming. <laughs> World of color. I'm sure one of us. I'm sure you'll see plenty of video before we get around to it. I'm not going to get in the middle of all that, especially when I, you know, was talking to a guest control person over there and she just kind of smirked and smiled saying, that's not going to be as bad as you think. I'm like, yeah, it is. Talking (laughs) to two two security dudes and I said something about, oh, are you surveying the disaster that's going to be called guest control? And this guest control person turns around and says, you sure you want to say that? Like, yes, I do. I said, you you think you're going to hold everybody way over on the other side of the park and transform you know, port 9,000 people over here in an orderly manner. No really? way. No way. I mean, you know. that means what time do you kick people out? They, 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 they think they're going to camp there and then they find out they can't. So, you know, for how many hours is that area off limits to people to enjoy? What are they going to do with all the benches that are sitting there in the way that people will stand on? I mean, I don't know that this has been thought through very well. You know, <laughs> I did not think that, um, you know, I was telling a friend of mine that is in the Nova. I'll just say he's very, I can't say anything about where he works or anything because it would give him away. But he knows exactly where the things are. And I was telling him what you read with Al Lutz on how traffic control and guest control is all going to be. And his comment was, well, I'm glad Al knows how it works because we're still trying to figure it out. So, well, so that, that's either a cover for he's right or he's right. You know, they don't know what they're doing yet. It'll be scary. Because, you know, they may not want to admit right now that uh, he is right and uh, they're scared about the consequences. Well, we'll we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out in two more weeks. Yeah. Is it two? Two weeks from... Yeah, two weeks from Thursday. Yeah, two weeks from Thursday. Well, press event, two weeks from Friday. Yay. Yeah. Yeah, and along with it, we have all the... uh, Grad night stuff still going on and everything else, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, it's All gonna right, be a mess over there. Phantasmic starts this weekend, so go. Oh, go figure. Whoopee. Cool. And the dragon still has its issues. That's what fail. What what issues is it having now? 
It's still having its mobility issues. It's still not coming up at times. It's still not following the pattern it's supposed to be doing. I don't know. What Sounds the like it needs a little is. Viagra. <laughs> I don't know. I've never uh, had that's interesting. I haven't heard any. After they finally got it running, I really haven't heard any stories about it not working correctly. So that was that was the first I'd heard that. Hmm. Oh, well. Interesting. Okay. All right. Cool. I, 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 I'm going to say one more time. I think we're done, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. So then I'll say goodnight. Yeah, see you. Good night. Searching the bar.